The Gemara continues to discuss Torah study, and we learn this Brisa, which is attempting to interpret the Pasuk from the book of Shira Shirim, Song of Songs, in the 8th chapter, Pasuk Zion, which states, that great waters cannot extinguish the fire of love, the, the, the love itself, the passion of love. Later in the verse, it says, if a person would give all their money for love, that will be that will be something that we will condemn, that will be disgraceful. So what is the meaning of these final words? The commentators explain the question of Gemara is based on the fact that the Torah is compared to love in the book of Shir Shirim. Based on this Pasuk, it cannot be acquired with money. That is, Torah cannot be acquired with money. So it comes Ula and he explains, this is not about talking about people who support Torah study through a Zavulun, Yisachar Zavulun, partnership, which was the partnership of the two sons of Yaakov, where Zevulun would go out and work and bring in the bring in the money and support Yisachar, who was busy with carrying out the legal matters of, of the Jewish people. And therefore, each one played their role. Zevulun took the reward for the Torah study and accomplishments of Yisachar. And that was the full partnership and received the reward it's the idea, so some did this, the Gemara says, but rather a uh, a setup like Shavna, who was the brother of Hillel, and Hillel learned Torah through financial hardships, so Shavna went to work. So after some time, Shavna turned to Hillel and asked, I want the reward, I want the schar in exchange for money, I'll give you money. Shavna was a wealthy person. And on this, I mean, know that Hillel was very, was very impoverished. That's from the Gemara in, in, in Yoma, he had to climb up on the roof, he didn't have enough money to enter the base of Medrash. We have these ideas. And this the Gemara brought those words Bozya Vozulo. It's the idea of a disgrace. What's the risk? What's the disgrace? Be a disgrace to receive Torah under such a setup. So the simple difference between cases is pre versus post facto. After the fact, person has become a Torah scholar. Somebody else can't come along and cut a deal for the reward. The legitimate Isachar's Vulun setup is always set up in advance beforehand. It comes to Marasha. Of Idels with his beautiful commentary in the back of the Gemara. It's a brilliant and beautiful question. You approach this Agadaz. Since we all understand the beginning of the Pasuk, what it means and what it's referencing, so of course we can understand the end. If it's telling me that you shouldn't acquire Torah with money, you can't do this through can't do this through a monetary acquisition. So, of course, the end of the Pasuk, which is Boz Yavozu, that's talking about the disgrace that comes as a result. So what, what is the purpose of this Kamara? Rather, says the Marasha, the real question over here is, why does it have a double language, Boz and Yavozu, which both mean the same thing? Explains the Marasha, the double language of Boz and Yavozu, that the Bizayon disgrace is not just in the world to come, the reward that will come for a person, but in Olam as well, it's in the person's existence here in this world, the overarching message in this amazing Agadah is that the reward is associated and granted to a person who goes far beyond any physical concept. It's the basis and foundation this idea, but there's more to it that even in this world, such an idea would not have an establishment. So we're going we're going into the head of Shavna, the, the brother of Hillel, and we notice he's seeking eternal life, Chaye Netzach. He's not actually looking for that. He's looking for honor. He's looking for respect. He's looking for credit. He's looking for a plaque that will say his name, the Shavna wing of the Beis HaMedrash in, uh, in the special yeshiva. And that says... That says so much about what his intentions are. So what would have happened to him is he'd be exposed as a liar, motivated for the fame and fortune and not for the 
pure intention of Torah study itself. I can only imagine what Hillel was thinking, and he would have generally been supportive of his brother being more connected to Torah. But if the cost of that would be others are giving him respect just for glory's sake, that's a hard red line in the sand that Hillel will, even Hillel would have, would have drawn. And this balance between work and Torah study requires boundaries and humility. Each of us has to also draw that red line in the sand.